Welcome to Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And today, Tyler, we are previewing everything that is happening in the college football world, specifically for week eight. We are going to talk about the canceled game that we have and a bunch of postponements due to COVID. We will then jump into our five wide games and we will pick our two-point conversion games. Tyler, usually we start off with quick hits, but nothing really happened this week since yeah, last last recording. This is the quickest of hits. The quickest of hits, meaning there are no hits. Um, yeah. So let's just go ahead and talk about these games that are not being played. New Mexico versus North uh, – oh, my gosh. New Mexico versus Colorado State. That has been canceled. That game will not be played, will not be made up. And then, Tyler, there are a bunch of SEC games that have been moved around due to COVID-19. Notably, our Florida Gators will not be playing this coming weekend because of COVID-19. Um, our games have been pushed back. Georgia will also not be playing this weekend, which means, Tyler, which means – there will be no bye week for either team before the Florida-Georgia game. Yeah, and uh, Georgia plays Kentucky and Florida plays Missouri. Yes, that is correct. So, so flipped around, and I feel like that's in our favor, question mark? I mean, I think Missouri's the worst team. Right. And Florida's playing them at home, uh, whereas Georgia's going on the road, as far as I'm, if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, but I don't – it doesn't – it would matter. It'd be, it would be a thing if, like, one team got a bye week and the other didn't. But yeah, they're that both would be playing, so it kind of cancels out to me. Like me too. That's how I feel. There's a there, there was a lot of talk on Florida Twitter about like, oh, I can't believe we won't have a bye week. It's gonna suffer and stuff. They and also move, don't have a bye. Yeah, week. it's the same thing. It's not gonna thing. change anything. Like right. So it wasn't going so great for us when we both had bye weeks. So <laughs> gave them more oh preparation. So no, like <laughs> oh, this might be good for us. <laughs> it. You know what? It might be good to get the. I I I say I say this all the time that I'm like. I mean, I think in game Dan Mullen is a much better head coach, and he's. A, mm-hmm. But I think preparation wise, Kirby Smart's probably the one of the best besides Nick Saban. Is probably one of the best coaches I've ever seen at preparing like the game plan going into the game. Yeah, like his yep. team, they make defensively make up great game plans going into games. So giving an extra week pre- to prepare before the biggest rival that Kirby specifically, like Kirby, Kirby in the way that Steve Spurrier felt about the georgia rivalry where steve Spurrier never beat georgia as a player so he like got the rivalry like he's Mm -hmm. like i want to beat them it's flipped for kirby smart kirby smart's like as a player didn't really ever beat florida and florida was the dominant program at that time and kirby just gets the rivalry and he so this might be good because i think with with equal preparation time uh, maybe that works in Dan Mullen's favor that's a big brain take of a game that's not gonna be played for two weeks um (laughs) So Listen, we should we'll, move on from that. When we don't have Gator football, we got to find some things to talk about Gator-wise. So that is our Gator quota for the week. Uh, Tyler, let's jump into five wide, you know, where it's going to be a shorter episode than normal, but that's okay. It's all about the quality and not the quantity. Tyler, mm-hmm. the score to date is Tyler K. Williams, 26. Sergio, 22. I am creeping up on you, Tyler. And this is the week, Tyler, that I have to get into striking distance. That's what has to happen this week. We have... Four of our five wide games are top twenty-five matchups. Oh, we are welcoming, that. we are welcoming the Big Ten. Welcome, Big Ten. Welcome to the season. Welcome to the party. It's so great to have you guys. So great to have you guys. Yeah, way to show up um, late. And very the, Hispanic of you. Very <laughs> I thought you said we started week five. It's like nobody. It's also <laughs> week eight, so you would have been late to that too. Uh, <laughs> that's a literal. That is a literal situationally obviously is a literal 
situation that I have taken from a relative of mine in my family. No, that so, that's happened in my family too. Don't yep, worry. <laughs> you, you get it. You get it. So let's let's jump into this five wide, Tyler. I am going first on two point this week, which means you will be going first on five wide. Our first game, we always go in order of when they will be played on Saturday. Let's start off with the number 23 ranked North Carolina State Wolfpack going up against the number 14 ranked UNC Tar Heels. That is a noon kickoff on ESPN. So right after you finish crying to a Tom Rinaldi piece on game day, you can just tune into this this game right here. Uh, Tyler, who do you have in this tobacco road, in this tobacco state rivalry? Well, I, it's very nice to see that this game is, is against ranked opponents once again. Yes. Um, it's been a while since that's happened. It's good to see these two programs in, in a good spot. UNC fell nine spots after losing to Florida State, which was deserving because it's not I, a good I Florida think State it's appropriate. Team. It's very <laughs> deserving. It, it's, you know, you can, I wouldn't make this argument, but you can make an argument that was too nice. Um, but <laughs> I think that uh, UNC is playing at home, correct? Yes, UNC is at okay, home. Okay, UNC is playing at home. Um, the big factor of this game, Devin Leary, the NC State quarterback. They've been splitting time between Devin Leary and Bailey Hockman. Devin Leary is very clearly the better yes. player. Uh, Bailey Hockman is serviceable. But Devin Leary is injured, and he will not be playing this game. So they're going to Bailey Hockman full-time. Give me Minnesota Vikings quarterback, Sam Howell. Like, I'm yes. not going to go too long into this this analysis. I'll save that for other games. I am 100% I'm not gonna overthink with you. This. Like, I'm 100% with you, Tyler, because... We saw, again, in the second half of that North Carolina FSU game last week, we saw exactly what future Minnesota Vikings quarterback Sam Howell could do when he is given the green light to throw vertically. Yeah, Throwing horizontal and the run game and and all that kind of spread type offense is very important in order to break down a defense. But future Minnesota Vikings quarterback Sam Howell is at his best when he's throwing down the field. He's getting receivers that are big, fast, they can jump. He's got good receivers. He's got a good stable of skill players at his disposal. So I think that Mac Brown is going to go to that well a little bit earlier. And I hope and I anticipate North Carolina taking advantage of having a backup quarterback on the other side of the field and trying to just put this game to bed quickly, not make too much of a fuss about it. Give me future Minnesota Vikings quarterback Sam Howe as well, Tyler. I know that doesn't help me with my catching up of the of the uh yeah but you pick sam Howe, so like exactly it's a win-win it's a win-win yeah let's just let's move forward tyler let's move forward in the acc we have the number three ranked notre dame fighting irish taking on undefeated in the acc undefeated conference record the the greatest acc win percentage of all time so far (laughs) just want to point that out just all of you people saying that notre dame couldn't compete in the acc just saying. I mean, just saying. Uh, they got Clemson like three weeks. We, we so don't count. Be... Clearly, those people did watch um, the the Notre Dame Louisville game. <laughs> yeah, those um, people watched because that, that basically counts as a loss. <laughs> Moral loss, a win on paper. They are taking on the Pitt Panthers. Um, oh, that's buddy. a three thirty kickoff on ABC. Tyler, this is prime. This is prime for the taking. I'm going first here. This game is yet another home game for the Pitt Panthers. They've had, I think it's four already this season. This is their fifth home game. In our preseason picks, Tyler, when we went through the schedules, I said to you, I have a feeling that this Pitt team is going to cause some chaos and some upsets. Is this the week that it happens, Tyler? 
I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to trick you to see into what you're gonna pick, but it's yeah, not you working. have to go first. I know okay? it's not like, working. I'll, I'll judge so this is, so this accordingly is because we it's we've very seen, possible. We've it's seen Notre possible. Dame play over the past couple of weeks, and they have not been the most flattering good. of performances. Okay, good. I was trying to be nice, but they have not been good performances. And what we've seen in Pitt is a team that has defensively been able to be close to lights out. When we were talking about that game last week against Miami, what did we say was Miami's offense? It was De'Eric King scrambling around and moving and making things happen. The reason that that, they were able to win that football game is because De'Eric King is a good enough player to go ahead and personal. I'm going to call, I'm going to call them personal schemes because it's not a scheme Mm. that the coaches are doing. It's a scheme that the player in the game has to say, I'm taking the team on my back. So he was able to personally scheme around that Pittsburgh defense and was able to put points on the board. He's a good player. Good players can do yeah. that. I'm not Absolutely. sure if I'm not sure if Ian Book is at the same level as the Eric King. Let me scratch that. Eric, Ian Book is not at the same level as the Eric King. Okay, there we and go. And so it's definitely isn't as far as an explosive playmaker. Exactly. And so I think on the road in Pittsburgh I think Kenny Pickett will be back. It was an ankle injury. He stayed in Pittsburgh, so it's not like he had to travel down to Miami and they said he couldn't go. So I'm assuming he got treatment and stuff. I'm going to go tentatively here, Tyler, with the Pitt Panthers. While you discuss, I'm going to see if Kenny Pickett – just fantastic podcasting here. I'm going to see if Kenny Pickett is good to go or what his situation is. I can tell you right now because I was looking it up too. Yep. It's not confirmed. They don't know. They, uh, everyone's saying that like if Kenny Pickett isn't, they're gonna doesn't go. It's uh, Joey Yellen, the guy who played against Miami, mm-hmm. is will be the starting quarterback who did a serviceable job. I don't want to say yeah. he did a bad job, but he serviceable. He, I don't want to say he did a good Kenny job, Pickett, but, he, but like exactly, exactly. So I, yeah. I'm gonna go with Pitt, and honestly, even if Kenny Pickett doesn't play, this has Notre Dame trap game written all over it, Tyler. Yeah. Okay, so. This is going to be really confusing what I'm about to do. Oh, boy. I'm going to spend the next little bit just trashing Notre Dame. And then I'm probably going to pick them at the end of it. We'll see where the, <laughs> we'll see how this train – we'll see where this train ends up. Let, let's see um, where your logic takes you. So, biggest thing about Notre Dame, they cannot throw the ball. No. They can't throw the ball at all. No, they can't. But they, they can't. Like, um, they have, I think, one pass beyond 40 yards maybe. Ian Book is – I hate to say this because I love Jake Browning as a college quarterback, but he's got that very Jake Browning arm where it was like good when he was a sophomore and it's just kind of died on him. Yeah. Like he, and also Notre Dame doesn't really have the playmakers to stretch the field and they couldn't stretch the field against Louisville. They all graduated. Yeah. They all, they're, <laughs> they're all gone. I mean, Chase Claypool's doing, doing wonders in the NFL. Right a, fa- a fantasy stud. Fantasy team. Yeah. yeah. That being said, um, Notre Dame's defense is playing very well. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know if I trust Pitt. That, listen, that is, you can say that in regards to any Pitt team any week against any opponent, and it would be a valid justification. Yeah, basically. Um, Notre Dame, if, if Kenny Pickett plays for Pitt, I feel, I feel pretty good that Pitt could beat them. Mm-hmm. Joey Allen playing, still very possible. Not quite sure. For the sake of... I get the feeling that Notre Dame is going to be able to make it through this game. Okay. Especially after what they saw last, what they did last week. I feel like Brian Kelly is going to be like, no, we got to, we got to like put in, 
what's going to happen is Brian Kelly is going to light into his team. They only won by five points against Louisville, a one in four team. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to beat Pitt. And then the team is going to be like, oh, we figured it out. And then in like three, two weeks later, they had, they're going to get demolished by Clemson. But that's not important. Uh, I was going to say, gonna do, s- you, do you know who they play after Pitt? Who do they play? They play our Waffle House University Bees. Oh, yeah. No. Bees and the, and then them. they play Clemson. So here's my thing. I'm not saying this is a double look ahead, meaning we're not looking ahead to this week, but we know we got Clemson in two weeks, so we're looking ahead to them. But I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, but the It's thing on the road. The... But Ma- that's a... Magical things happen at Heinz Field when Pitt's playing. I, I agree. I'm going to take Notre Dame officially. Okay. For the sake of being being different, I think that also Notre Dame. I did just trash them a lot. I still think they're a, they're they're a good team and like yeah. team wise, but they just they're the least sexy good team that's out there right now. I can't wait for Ohio State to have an Ohio State week, and then we we all finally be like, all right, cool. Can we can we please drop Notre Dame? Can we drop now? Them? Can we do, <laughs> yeah, like hey, maybe we'll take care of that for us. But then uh, and yeah. Ohio State's about to come back in uh, after playing Nebraska this week, <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I think I will I will touch on what you said earlier, the double look ahead. I think you kind of have to take that into account, but it's mm-hmm. a matter of, like, it's also kind of this thing. It's like, if you're an SEC team, SEC team, and Alabama's on your schedule, it's like, you know going into the season you have to face Alabama. So it's like the whole season's a look ahead to Alabama. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. It's probably the same thing with Notre Dame and Clemson. They're like, we have to yeah. play Clemson this year. They're, that's going to be in their mind all the time because that yeah. is very clearly no change, the number one target. Yeah, but we shall see. I'm going to take Notre Dame. I don't feel good about it. Okay, listen, I don't feel good about Pitt, so we're in the same boat yeah. there, bud. Um, let's At move least on. Pitt's uniforms will be sexy. At least it will be sexy. Yes, they will. Um, let's move on, Tyler, to quite possibly the game of the week. I think so. I think so, right? This and is the game. This and is it's, the the two best teams in the Big 12. The two best teams in Not the Big 12. Not who you probably thought they were. No, pre-season. it is the number 17th ranked Iowa State Cyclones heading into Stillwater to take on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Tyler, this is a 3.30 kickoff on Fox. Shout out to Fox for realizing that, hey, Alabama's playing Tennessee. You know what we can do this week? We can put a fantastic football game on at 3.30 and take the eyes away from and we could put it on fox fantastic fantastic yeah. um, love me this time slot love me this time slot right here i get to pick first no you get to pick first i get to pick first you get to pick first tyler who do you have yeah. so all right this is the two best teams in the bit you're gonna go with your head or you're gonna go with your heart <laughs> oh i mean they're both lined up in the same direction um, <laughs> okay so iowa state comes in with brock Purdy, who has slowly and progressively been playing better every single game mm-hmm. uh, they did not play last week oklahoma state also did not play last week um, <laughs> oklahoma state may get spencer sanders back in this game yes it's not confirmed and mike gundy did go out and say that if they get him back they may play multiple quarterbacks during this game mm-hmm. which if that's like a, oh throw make it so iowa state has to prepare for both cool mike gundy if that's a we think we can beat them with either one you got them right where you want them <laughs> Mike Campbell. Like, um, but oklahoma state has played well 
They have been very deserving of the number six spot, but you also have to look at their record, and they have played the easiest part of their schedule so far. They and might they have, have handled. They have handled the easiest part of their schedule. They so might far. have played the easiest like power five schedule to date. I'm looking at it here, Tyler. We got a Tulsa game that when Spencer Sanders went down, the first drive was fantastic. I watched the game, sixteen to seven, not indicative. It's a good Tulsa team as well. Yeah. Then they played West Virginia in Stillwater. And then they went to Kansas, and now they've had two weeks off. Yeah. Um, I think they're deserving of being a top-10 team at the moment because I think when Spencer, when Spencer Sanders comes back, mm-hmm. they'll be a lot better. This is the best time that this was the best time of the year for Spencer Sanders to get hurt. Correct. Because they could win with Shane Ellingworth in those other in those other games. However, I think that Iowa State has a very clear quarterback. Um, but he's been getting better every single week. They have been getting better every single week. And Matt Campbell teams kind of do this, is that they, they stumble early in the season, and then throughout the season they find themselves. Right. And I think that – I think Iowa State is going to is gonna be pretty in like a Brock star, and I think that Iowa State's going to win this game. Uh, I just, a large part of it just being the fact that Oklahoma State has played – I don't think they faced. They haven't faced a team like Iowa State yet, which is a weird thing to say. So, so um, what you're saying is, Brocktober has not ended early. No, sir. Okay, okay. Um, Tyler, how do I how do I put this? How do I put this? Uh, you're wrong. Um, sorry. You know, last just, time you said that, you know, the last time you said that about me in relation to Brock Purdy didn't go so well for you. Just saying. You you know what? You know what? Here's what, here's what I want to point out, Tyler. I want to give you three names. Oh boy. To be a reason why this uh, Oklahoma okay. State's going to win. The first one, Chuba Hubbard, behind behind a really good offensive line. Like I think the offensive no. line is better. No, That's a good point. That's the a good offensive. Point. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying they weren't. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> no, no, you're okay. I was like, cool. We're watching the you're same. You're reminding games. me. I am yeah, reminding like... you. So yes. Good offensive line, Chuba Hubbard. Tylen Wallace, may I remind you, one of the best wide receivers in college football. Right, and you know who's gonna be you know who's gonna be throwing him the football? Because you know you, you know what Mike Gundy is doing? Mike Gundy's playing some 3D level chess right here. <laughs> because his quarterback went out with an ankle injury on September 19th. This game is being played on October 24th. Do you really believe, with two weeks off, Tyler, do you really believe that it, Mike Gundy is practicing with two quarterbacks? Yeah, no, he's not. Get it out of your head, dude. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Well, I mean, ugh, that's true. Dude, that's very true. Spencer Sanders has been taking every snap for the past three weeks. Guaranteed, <laughs> dude. Guaranteed. Well, yeah, they played... <laughs> They played Kansas, so they're like, Shane, you're going to start this week, but like uh, Spencer's getting all the practice reps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane, but coach, what? what Shane, you're what, playing, but you can beat these guys. But coach, I haven't gotten any first team reps this week. Shane, it's Kansas. Oh, okay. I got you, coach. Don't worry. That, yeah, that's don't what worry it guys. is. Okay. He'll be fine. He's going to put him out for this game. It's going to be the offense that we saw last season, the offense that we all looked at going into this season, the, the three headed monster. Of Chuba Hubbard, Tylen Wallace, and Spencer Sanders. That's the reason this game is going to be won. Yeah. That is exactly the reason this game. Brocktober could still live on statistically. Yeah, and I'm not statistically. Yeah. Yeah. He could have a fantastic football game. But you know who's going to have a fantastic football game as well? Spencer Sanders, the- Tylen Wallace, and Chuba Hubbard. 
behind that a, fantastic you make offensive a compelling line. Argument. You make a compelling argument. I only I speak the truth, Tyler. I still believe in, in Matt Campbell and Brock Purdy. I, I, I also believe in it. I, I know, think it's going to be a good game. I'm All eyes are on this game. Like I, This game is going to be phenomenal. Game of the week. Game of the week. I, I do think, though, that... Uh, I, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I mean, you wouldn't let me pick it if I wanted to, but you, you wouldn't let me change my pick if I no, wanted to, not at all, but I don't want to, I'm going to, I'm going to hold down it. It's worked out for me so far. Um, and that's my boy. And he's, I'm telling you, he is seeing the field and playing better every single week. He is, he is, he is. You let's, are correct. And and that's what I'm saying. I am not, I am not talking down upon the Brock star. All right. I am not, I am simply saying. This Oklahoma State offense is finally fully healthy, yeah. and will finally fire on all of those cylinders that we had talked about before the season started. Okay. Moving well, that's enough about offense. Let's on. talk about uh, teams that don't have offenses. Oh, let's talk about a well, game. at least one probably yeah. doesn't let, have. Let, let's talk about a game guaranteed to have the under hit. Michigan is taking on Minnesota seven thirty ABC. This is the Fowler Herb Street game. Tyler. We are welcoming the Big Ten. Good you have back. you. Uh, I have the f- no, you have the first. You pick. have the first pick. Yeah. I I have the first pick. I just yes, I can never correct. remember, dude. I get so into the actual games that I forget who <laughs> picks what. <laughs> I have the first pick. Tyler, this is this is a game where we do not know what will happen. I don't know anything about these teams. I don't know season. anything, and it's like, not our fault because I did research the rosters. And oh, I yeah. did research the camps, and I did research everything that's been going on with them. And because of the way that these teams are structured, I have no idea what's going to happen. I know this football Joe game. Milton's going to start for Michigan, and Tanner Morgan's starting for Minnesota. And, and that is, that's about it. And <laughs> because of that, I'm going to go with the experienced quarterback in Tanner Morgan, and I'm going to take the Minnesota Golden Gophers because, Tyler, because... I think that even with the loss of fantastic players on the defensive side of the ball and the offensive side of the ball for Minnesota, even though they lost their offensive coordinator to go to Penn State, I still like Tanner Morgan as a collegiate quarterback. I think he is talented enough to be able to propel his team to a victory with newer players and knowing that kind of row-the-boat culture that that Fleck has there, I think that it's going to be enough for a game-day atmosphere because you know that they're going to have fans in the stands regardless of however many there should or shouldn't be. You know there's mm-hmm. going to be some. A game day culture, game day atmosphere, the row the boat, row the boat culture, a primetime game. There's there's very few people better in the country to lift their teams and their programs and their fan bases up to the hype that requires these kind of night games and stuff than P.J. Fleck. I think he does a yeah, fantastic no, he's, job. He's, of one, of the, he's one of the best. And Michigan, Michigan is – they're not up. They're not down. They're just in that middle ground. They're Michigan. They're Michigan. They're exactly and it's, what they've been for every season under Jim Harbaugh. They've been the same team every season. They In a traditional 12-game season, they're guaranteed to give you nine wins. Yeah. That's a nine-win football team every year. Not good enough to beat the big boys. Not good enough to, to seriously compete for championships, but good enough to give you nine football wins and say, do we extend them another year? He's the Mark, he's the Mark Ripped above the Mason-Dixon line. That's good one. That's a good one. Um, I will say, like I just said, we don't really know much about these teams, but uh, why is Michigan favored by three and a half points? Because they don't Michigan know what we fav- know. 
Michigan State by three and a half points, and just on principle of Tanner Morgan being a starting quarterback and them starting someone else that has never played started a game before, I'm taking Minnesota. Like you, um, you might see this game on the napkin. Just want to throw that out. Ooh, that's you a might, preview for you folks out there. M- M- Minnesota's getting points at home. They're a home dog. Minnesota is a home dog. You might. Yeah. You, you're definitely seeing this game on the napkin. <laughs> now, in fairness, they maybe Vegas knows something we don't know. Like Tanner no, Morgan Ve- has Vegas, COVID, or like Vegas has the perception of Michigan that a large percentage of this country has, which is just, oh, it's Michigan. They should be good. That's the issue here, where people aren't looking into the roster. They're not looking at the yeah. results or lack of results that Harbaugh is giving this Michigan program, and they're looking at a Minnesota team that they think. Oh yeah, they had a good run, but they lost their some star players to the draft. Their coordinator, blah blah blah, and they're not realizing that PJ Fleck. I mean, Rashad Bateman is still on this team. Yeah, like, and PJ Fleck has won everywhere he's been, regardless yeah. of talent level. This man is going to get them at least this week up to the challenge. And I, I think I didn't even consider it, but what you said at getting his team ready for a night game at home, even if there's not going to be that many fans there, if there are any fans there, mm-hmm. can't uh, can't take that underrated. And it's just Mich- Michigan's teams. This is a very indicting thing to say, but like Mich- Jim Harbaugh's teams don't—they don't rise up to those moments, especially on the road. Like I think this is, and this okay, this is all right. Tyler, activate your third eye. Hoodies on. All right, hoodie on. The Ohio State Michigan game from I believe it was twenty sixteen, the one that went yeah. into overtime. And, yeah, no, that's the one. And Michigan low-key got robbed because they spotted the ball. They, they actually did get robbed. They did get robbed. Game. That game has beat Michigan for years. Years. And it's it's incredible. We talk about teams playing Clemson, and then they let Clemson beat them twice. We talk about teams playing Bama. They let Bama beat them twice. In this case, Ohio State has beat Michigan for like five years. It's insane because – you realize how close they were to ending such a long streak, a monumental game. That was going to be Harbaugh's like, got it. This is the game. That was going to that and that game how has how close had... they were to elevating their program. Yes, because Ohio State made the playoff, but they were kind of down that year. And Michigan, that was the best team he's had, and legitimately looked like it was a playoff team, not a national championship team, but a playoff team. Right. And it's just so much of the narrative could have changed. So much of what happened could have changed, but. That that has been the defining moment so far of the Jim Harbaugh tenure. That that game allowed for the Urban Meyer Ohio State team, the Urban Meyer Ohio State teams to just take over the recruiting across the country. That game, in my opinion, turned Ohio State into this like national. It put them in the conversation with Clemson and 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 Alabama yeah. in terms of yeah. domination. Knowing for sure, if we go into this area and want to recruit, we will walk out with this recruit. Yeah, and I feel basically. like Michigan could have become that program if one little thing doesn't happen. And I feel like it's just a walking reminder. It's like a, it's like Dan Quinn being a, a reminder to the Falcons that they blew a twenty-eight to three lead. I yeah, kind of feel that, like we're approaching that level with Harbaugh and Michigan of them reminding them just, hey, we will get there, but we will not seal the deal. We'll get just close enough, and that is just agony and heartbreak. They've had several good seasons since, but none of them have ended in being Ohio State. Yep. And at the end of the day, in that rivalry, that's what matters. Yep. So. All right. Let's move on to another Big Ten team. How did a a game of Michigan-Minnesota turn into, all right, put on your hoodies, third eyes. 
it has been seven weeks of college football, and we haven't had to talk. We haven't gotten to talk about how Michigan is a little brother to Ohio State yet, like That's at true. all, ever. That's so, true. like, this is this is it's it's full circle. Like, I'm we, glad we got it. One in. Big Ten game on the slate this week, and we're already talking about the biggest part of the Big Ten, which is that everybody forgets about Penn State. Um, <laughs> oh boy, even we did. <laughs> <laughs> like, just talking about Michigan and Penn State is way more deserving of our attention. Than it really <laughs> is. It really is. Um, All right, anyway, Tyler. Moving on. Moving forward. The last game uh, on our five wide. The number nine ranked Cincinnati Bearcats are taking on the number 16 ranked ranked SMU Mustangs. Nine o'clock, ESPN2. So, Tyler, this game has some big importance in, uh, yeah. in the American. Given with UCF's second conference loss last week, it's looking like a Cincinnati's running away with the with the conference. With the conference. And B, SMU, if they win this game, will put themselves in a position to be in that conversation. Yeah. To... This is and these two teams cannot be further stylistically. Cincinnati's oh, yeah. very big ten, like very trestle ball. I am going to run the ball. Yep. Down your and throat. Get, once we get our lead, we're just gonna sit on it. Yep. And you know, respect to that. Um, SMU is like score, 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 um, which is very, you know, indicative of their, uh, th- their mascots, the Bearcats basically like back up to the corner and they're just like, <laughs> and Mustangs are like, gotta go fast. Um, <laughs> gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta, 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 gotta go fast. They basically stampede all over the place. I'm, I have been a fan of SMU for the, this season. Mm-hmm. I've picked them, you know, several times, and I think they are a good team. Shane Buchel is very good there. Yep. I think Sonny Dykes, what he's doing with Shane Buchel and all those people, even without Reggie Roberson now, is very, very fun to watch. They're a very fun team to watch, and I still think they are, but I think Cincinnati's better. I'm going to take Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you here. Uh, like you said, I do like SMU. They have given us some fantastic performances this year. They've been fun to watch. You know what's you know who SMU doesn't have? What do they not have? They don't have Luke Fickle as their head coach. And I feel like that is someone who is pretty oh. much a big deal in this situation. Yeah. You know? He's given pretty that, good. Given that he's the hottest group of five coach out right now and will most likely, if given a successful run, get a power five job He'll within a, a year or two i mean he he basically was offered the michigan state job last year but it was in february and he's just like yeah i got a good team coming back i think i'm just gonna sit here yeah like, and smart by him great decision by him no good decision so so i think i think i would take cincinnati i am more comfortable with taking a luke fickle coach team on the road than i am playing the pony roulette with SMU of is the offense going to show up this week? They have in these prior weeks prior, but last season we saw that that. But it, that's all. That's all that it is for them. Like exactly. They, they got to score to win. And they yeah. they don't they don't have a dynamic defense. They don't have. That's, Not knocking that. I mean, our our, our team is the same way. Like the, oh but, no no no, I'm not knocking it at but all. But that your identity matters in this situation when you're going up against a team that is quite literally the opposite mm-hmm. and probably better at it. It's it's the whole thing of stylistic approach where w- when an air raid team plays a triple option team. Last year's bowl game between, I believe it was Washington air, State, Washington and, uh, State air and Air Force, right? One team ran the triple option. One team ran the air raid. You get these games that are – the drives are cool. This is a minute and a half drive for a touchdown. This is a nine and a half minute drive 
for a touchdown. When you're going with that kind of stylistical difference, and granted, this is not as extreme as that other game was, but, you know, Cincinnati likes to run the ball, SMU likes to throw the ball. The team that can control the game is the one that's going to win. If we're seeing Cincinnati have to throw the football a lot more, yeah, if Cincinnati gets down, I feel SMU could probably keep it going. Because if SMU finds a groove against Cincinnati's defense, Mm -hmm. that's huge because that's SMU's best part. And if they can beat Cincinnati's best facet, Mm -hmm. Cincinnati, I don't think, consistently has the offense to keep putting themselves in that situation. I think Cincinnati's defense is so good for a group of five level that if it's a close game, it's the same thing that we basically, our analysis was of Alabama-Georgia last week. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a similar stylistic thing where it was like, if Alabama gets up two touchdowns, game's over. Yep, and we saw that happen. Yeah. I feel the same thing over I, here with Cincinnati. So I, that's why I'm going to take Cincinnati. I like Luke Fickle and all those reasons why. So, all right. So let's go into two-point, Tyler. I have the first pick for two-point. This is a juicy week for a lot two of good choices this week a lot Listeners, of good choices we, we debated for about 10 minutes before we started recording about what our fifth five wide game was going to be strictly because there were so many different games that we were like oh but this game will be interesting oh but what about this one so two point is going to be fun tyler i'm looking at a few games all right i'm looking at one of the newcomers i'm looking at a big 10 game Ooh. making it interesting trying to see what's going on but then i think you know what these two teams i haven't seen much of them they were both bad last year don't know why they're in the 730 slot but you know talk about maryland and northwestern and i'm not going to pick that game so about that, to say that was a consideration that was a consideration i'm also looking at some big 12 teams right i was looking mm-hmm. at baylor and texas that was an interesting game to me i was looking at oklahoma tcu that was an interesting game to me but, Tyler, I think the game that I am going to decide on, and this is going to be a bit of a risk. I'm uh, not going to lie to you. I'm going to go to the ACC. Okay. I am going to take our Waffle House University Bees to go on the road to Boston. Boston. A city that I will be in on Saturday. <laughs> To take on the Boston College Eagles, and I think they will walk out of Boston with a victory. I, It is a gut. It's in there. Boston College is a better team this year than people give them credit for. They're playing fantastic football, but I somehow, some way, I had that gut feeling that future Florida Gators head football coach, Jeff Collins. Yeah, there, you said it. I said it, baby. Is going not, to be I'm able. I'm backing it up. Is going to be able to walk out with a victory. Boston College coming off a 40 to 14 loss on the road to Virginia Tech. Like we said, a Virginia Tech team that is dealing with a bunch of COVID of COVID related absences. Next week, Tyler, they have a Halloween noon game against you guessed it, Clemson. Oh boy! I, I have a feeling this is the week, man. I I, I just. It's a this gut, is man. The look ahead. It, this is the look. I got it, man. I, I'm gonna go with our bees. I'm gonna go with our bees. Let's I'm go. Proud I'm proud of you. Let's I'm go. You. I'm taking them. Hey, this year started off with me cashing in on a bees win. So you did. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. It's only oh, right that they do tough. well by me, just like they did well by you earlier this season. Yeah, there are a lot of good 
so my turn now um there's a lot of good like lower tier like games where they can easily be super lopsided but you're like "Mm, i don't know Mm -hmm. um especially in the sec we got auburn and Ole miss um which like consensus would have you be like oh well uh auburn sucks and Ole miss both had a bad game but Ole miss has a better offense um this is not i'm 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 just like workshopping here oh i get you take your time buddy take your time uh, also, we've talked about. We, feels like we pick a UCF game every week, but Tulane I'm, at UCF. I'm staying away is, from UCF games for the sanity of my girlfriend. I think I'm that staying is a away good idea. from UCF games. You from are now a on. smart man. Until they prove to me otherwise, I am staying away from UCF. <laughs> it, it Love you, Alexa. Go nice Two losses on. for you. It's just, it's just not getting the positive reaction that I wanted in my relationship. <laughs> good because Tulane at UCF is a good game it is juicy um, it is a, it is a two o'clock kickoff which is a little bit strange we don't see many two yeah, o'clock kickoffs. Um, what is this nbc no it's espn2 which is even stranger <laughs> i know I, I, I joke but ah. <laughs> uh kentucky at missouri is very interesting uh just because missouri looked good one time yes and kentucky has looked good four times so yes. <laughs> um not picking that I, you know, I'm going to go, I just, I tried to find another game than this one to, to, to be my pick, but okay. I'm just like drawn to this game. South Carolina is going to Death Valley. De- to Death Valley, LSU. LSU. <laughs> Not to Death Valley, Clemson, no, which no, 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 no. would be a very different conversation than what I'm about to have. <laughs> they, they do um, have to go to both Death Valleys, typically. Yeah. So. <laughs> they are taking on LSU, who has not played, didn't play last week. And Miles Brennan is still unclear if he's going to start as he has a well, significant injury. I was going to say, we thought this was just like a minor thing, but it turn, turns out that Coach O said that this was a, quote, quote significant lower leg, lower body injury. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Which, if Miles Brennan was playing, here's how here's how my thought process would be. Everyone's going to, even though LSU's favored, everyone's going to be like, oh, South Carolina proved that they're not that bad of a team this year. They're going to go into Death Valley. They're going to take a down a bad LSU team, and I'm kind of like, uh, LSU isn't still very talented, and right. Roman's champ typically messes these things up. <laughs> um, but because oh, I'm torn, because a lot of South Carolina winning the Auburn game was Auburn being stupid, yeah, and South Carolina very rightfully like capitalizing on that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I shouldn't trust Will Muschamp. And to be honest, I don't trust Will Muschamp, but like mm-hmm. I shouldn't trust Will Muschamp in this situation. But Miles Brennan not possibly not playing. It's weird to say he's basically been him and and the offense have been carrying the team for the very yeah. bad start that they've had. He's played well. Him not playing, I think that's going to matter because they're going to have to play true freshman. I'm going to take the South Carolina Gamecocks going to Death Valley and beat the LSU Tigers. And I, oh my God, as I'm typing it, I hate myself. No, no, no. But I'm not even knocking you because that was one of my options as well. Thinking the same thing. Miles Brennan is hurt. He's been carrying the team. Uh, and South Carolina showed us last week they they played Auburn really well. Granted, yeah. Auburn made it really easy for them because they made a Auburn bunch was of stupid. bunch of mistakes. But um, bonus hey, made bad decisions. If you can make if you can make the but now you're playing a true freshman probably exactly. Like, and Muschamp's defense with no crowd is, noise to help them. Well, it's okay. Okay, it's with not the usual crowd. Noise Exa- exa- to help yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So um, I support the pick, Tyler. Um, another one that I might have picked. Kentucky, Missouri. I like Kentucky coming off of that annihilation of Tennessee. 
I like for them to kind of get their season going here. I would have picked Kentucky, but you know what, Tyler? I have faith in the bees. Faith in the yeah, bees. That's a, that's a, it's a, that's a stretch. That's, that's a, not a know, stretch. What am I talking come about? Come on, man. It, oh, Boston on. College is, is a well-coached team. They are. But, uh, I, I'm talking, I was looking at, see things. I was going to say something and then I looked at my pick and I said, that's a stretch. <laughs> um, regardless, this, regardless, this confident in my pick. Yeah. I mean, Hey, best worst thing that could happen to me is you catch up to me this week that is the worst thing that can happen to you that is the best thing that can happen to me um yeah. tyler the best thing that could happen to me is that i i, I go up eight points but uh <laughs> about it. um oh boy all right tyler so that is it for five wide and two point to recap our five wide we have north carolina state going up against north carolina that's a noon kickoff on espn we both have north carolina uh, we got Notre Dame heading to Heinz Field in Pittsburgh to take on the Panthers. That's a 3.30 kick on ABC. Tyler has Notre Dame. I have Pittsburgh. Then we have the game of the week, Iowa State taking on Oklahoma State. That is a 3.30 kick on Big Fox. Tyler has the Brockosaurus and Ohio, and Ohio State and Iowa State. And I have the trio, the offensive trio of Oklahoma State's firepower. I'm taking them. Then we got Michigan, Minnesota. We both have Minnesota. That's a 7.30 kick on ABC. And row the boat, baby. And then we got Cincinnati taking on SMU. 9 o'clock kick, ESPN2. Some nighttime football watching for us. Uh, We both have Cincinnati there. For our two points, I have our Waffle House University Bees, also known as Georgia Tech. Yellow Jackets taking on Boston College. And Tyler has Will Muschamp and South Carolina. It's funny when I say it. Taking on and beating the LSU Tigers led without... Miles Brennan at quarterback. Presumably. Presumably. Tyler, it is time for tweets we shared to wrap up the show. What is your favorite tweet that I have shared with you this week? Uh, okay. Well, I have two. Can I do two this week? You can week? do two, Tyler. It's okay. our show. We make the rules. Um, oh, well, that's good. That's actually a good thing to remember. Um, <laughs> the first one, speaking of South Carolina. Yes. Um, this is a tweet of uh, by Tampa Bay Trey, Gator alum. Gator great. Uh, he said, Okay, never mind. Shy Smith is wide receiver one for this caption. He posts a picture of Shy Smith, the South Carolina receiver, mm-hmm. who caught a touchdown in the Auburn game, where he absolutely mossed, like dis- disgraced the Auburn defensive. Shame back. on you! Shame on your family! Yeah. Shame on your cow. cow! And and then his caption was, "Damn, I got three little boys now. Somebody at fourteen, little ass." <laughs> He didn't even look up who he was. He said it's not even Power worth moves it. only. Power oh. moves only. What a flex. You love to see it. Oh, God. I want to draft him so bad. Um, <laughs> you, you got a lot of picks. Yeah, well, that's true. I, hey, the way things are going, I mean, Dolphins are going to have two Shut first up. rounders and two first two second rounders next year. So. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me, uh, let me go ahead and give you mine, Tyler. Well, I, I had a second one, but go oh, ahead. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go, do you give me no, your no, second no, one. You, no, you no, 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 no. I need you to do your second one. I need to oh, go last. Okay. I love you, but I need to go well, last. One that you sent was uh, by uh, Julian Jordan, and it's there's been a meme going around of the Pope. <laughs> yes. Which, by um, the way, my my mother sent me a text. I think we should say this on the air. Now that we know, my mom is saying she feels it is very disrespectful to the Catholic Church and the Catholic faith. So. Go ahead and say it, but from now on, Tyler, we will 
show that respect to my mother and, and yeah, that feeling. Absolutely. And we will no longer reference or share that meme to each other. Okay. But I apologize for one last time. Let's let the jokes fly. Well, this one isn't bad though. Uh, it's uh, the Pope holding up the Waffle House menu. Ah, yes. Oh. I would like to show that to my mother and say, no, no, no. I, I, I want you, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, I want you to say that to my mom. I want you to go up to my mother. No, it's, and say, it's, it's the body of Christ. This, like, this right the here bread. is acceptable. The Pope holding up the you Waffle have, House. Look, menu. okay. Random religion <laughs> tangent here. Like, Two Catholic school boys good, out you gotta here. You got to have a good humor about your Catholic faith. I completely right? agree. Like, I completely agree. I'm not, this isn't, I, I definitely see where, and she's absolutely right, that yeah. it's like, it's a, it's a religious figure, and there's yeah. very many ways that this can be taken. And this it, is innocent enough. It's funny. I I agree, I agree with you. Just, you know, we're just going to honor that wish yeah. of my mother. Okay, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. All right, that, that was my second one. That was you good. Go ahead. I liked it. Love the jokes. Tyler, this was a tweet sent by you to me today. It was by SportsCenter, the official SportsCenter Twitter account. And oh it boy, said, breaking news, it. <clears throat> breaking news, the Miami Dolphins are naming Tua Tagovailoa as their starting quarterback, a league source tells at Adam Schefter. Tua Tagovailoa made his NFL debut on Sunday versus the Jets. Tyler wins the natty, wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> February, can I go? Sure, can really. I go to Tampa? What are the COVID restrictions? Do I have to sneak into the stadium? What's the deal, Tyler? Because you and I both know that this is essentially confirmation that the Miami Dolphins are heading to the Super Bowl and winning said Super Bowl. Where's the lie? Spoiler <laughs> alert! Know. Spoiler alert! There is none because it's a fact. <laughs> you have been waiting years, literal to get to years, this for this moment, Tyler. Literal How does years. it feel, Sergio? Literal Tyler, years. Today Reco- been- and it's re- we recorded it. It's on record. <laughs> Am I ta- I I've never been one to, to You've been to riding draw back. this train the two a train for so long and it's finally pulling up to the station. And I am the conductor of this train. All aboard. Everybody get on while you can. Get on while you can. This I this mean, two train is Super Bowl a, bound. Currently he has hundred percent completion percentage, so Say less. I mean, Super Super Bowl. Say less. Like no, but it's it's actually incredible. <laughs> Today has been one of the best days. I guess we can go with a moment of the week right here too. Okay, a little um, bit mini moment of the week. Yeah. So this happened earlier today. I had class. Tom Rinaldi showed up to my class randomly. Just you know, <laughs> spent an hour and a half with us talking about journalism and questions and integrity and on and just everything. And I took four pages of notes. <laughs> it's fantastic. So for that to happen, two would have been named the starter. You know, I'm wearing my Dolphins hat right now because of that. Like, come yep. on, man. Just Miami Dolphins. No, Miami, Miami Dolphins, Dolphins number, number one. one. Come on. Yep. Uh, no, but seriously, I... I'm very excited for Tua. Um, r- round of applause for Brian Fitzpatrick for being the utmost fantastic mentor to Tua See, and and hold down the fort while Tua originally. Originally, well, well, can I say I what was this, very what this surprised, tweet? but yeah, so this tweet yeah, go was ahead. followed by a text from Tyler saying, "Why isn't Fitz playing well?" And that is a fantastic that that is a justifiable question, yeah, justifiably because we just had a blowout win against the 49ers on the road by Fitz, and then we came home, had the only shutout of the NFL season so far. It was the Jets, but whatever. 
you know, still have yeah, a shutout. Yeah, revenge on Adam Gase. Revenge on Adam Gase, always. Hate that guy. Um, well, I shouldn't say hate. Hate's a strong word. Detest that guy. Um, That's better. And, yeah, why make this change, Tyler? Let me tell you. Because we have a bye week coming up. Mm. Then we're going to hit the road and go through the stretch. And when you look at Dolphin games, I know you don't watch every Dolphins game like I do. But when you watch Dolphin games, Tyler, the offense moves. It really does. It's fantastic. Well, but I mean, when you, you get to the red zone, there's too many times where we turn touchdowns into field goals. Thank God we yeah. have a good field goal kicker because we would be walking away without some points in some instances. There's something like eight or nine drives over the past three weeks where we could have had touchdowns, but we just don't. And it's that kind of fits. I don't know what it is about fits sometimes. You know, he's super great. Well, he's super I think bad I th- sometimes. So I think a lot of it, and I, this is just, this is me applying my, uh, my feelings about when I play NCAA 14 to this, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, me, Tyler, person who played football. I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> but and I've heard this though too, is that like between the twenties, mm-hmm. you know, from your twenty yard line to the opponent's twenty yard line, the most part of the field, it's it's like playing in an open canvas. Like there's mm-hmm. just space everywhere. Yep. Like, but when you get inside the twenty, get inside the red zone, the space condenses. Yep. And you have to like this. You have to think critically. You have to like windows get even smaller in the NFL. Yeah. And I think maybe that's part of it mm-hmm. because when you're playing between the twenties, you're just I mean that's that's whole Kirk Cousins' whole deal. Yeah, like, yeah, that's literally he's his... great. He's great in between the twenties, but like when you get in the red zone, he's I. Who is that? Yeah, I. Yeah, exactly. But the fact you have a bye week, I think that is perfect because this yeah. is the perfect time. Ryan Fitzpatrick's been benched so many times. I don't think it's not going to affect him. Mm-hmm. Like, um, no, and, and he's this been is very decision... supportive of Sue. He's been very supportive of Tua. Right, right. And this is the perfect time. You're healthy. You're in a great spot. You have a bunch of practices before you have to go play the Rams. I believe it's the Rams next, right? Yeah. So I was I was gonna see if I could go through the schedule real quick. You're um, so close to being first in the AFC East. So that's that was another point. Um, that was another point that I wanted to make that with the Bills losing against the Chiefs on Monday night, we're now one game out from we're now one game out from the division lead. So in a in a season where there are now seven playoff spots right there's now seven spots yeah seven, in that season easier to get in the we, playoffs it is easier to get in the playoffs and we are able to not only make the playoffs we have a serious shot at winning the division so it's clear that that flores saw this and said you know what let's make this change now we'll get the bye week it gives him a week two weeks to prepare for the rams at home right so we have yeah. jalen ramsey and donald to worry about but then you go on the road to arizona which is a difficult game in terms of offense because you know that they can score points. You then have a game that right now it's scheduled for 405 on CBS, which means it's a Jim Nance t- uh, Tony Romo game, and it's Dolphins Chargers in Miami. It's literally, Ooh. it's literally Battle of rookie quarterbacks. Herbert and Tua, five, and pick five and six, five and six. Herbert and Tua. That's gonna be a fantastic game. Then we go to Denver, which I feel like we could win. Yeah, um, you can win. You go to Denver, the Jets in New York, dub. The Bengals at home dub. We do play the Chiefs. No, no, come on, come on. The Bengals. I'm not going to argue bad. with you. I just, I love your confidence. The Bengals <laughs> are bad. Joe Burrow's great. The Bengals. I haven't are bad. seen you this confident about anything related to the Dolphins in like ever. So like. okay, so we're three and three. Let's say that. <laughs> let's say that we have. Let's say we split Rams Cardinals. Well, four and four. Okay, Chargers mm. at home. 
for the sake of <laughs> the decision to pick Tua, we have to win that game. Five and four. Yeah. At Denver, six and four. At the Jets, seven and four. Cincinnati, eight and four. Chiefs at home, eight and five. Best team in the league, hands down. Patriots at home. They're not looking like the best team, dude. Yeah, but you're given like seven weeks for Bill Belichick to figure something out, so I don't care. I'm riding high right now. Give me a dub. Okay. Nine All and right, five. I'll give it to you. I'll give it Nine to you. and five at the Raiders. I'm gonna give that to the Raiders. They are a good football team heading yeah. over there. Nine and six, and then you end the season in Buffalo with essentially Ooh, that's good the game for the <laughs> a game for the division title. You guys almost beat them when they were at home. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, man. So I think maybe Flores thinks that this Tannehill move is just going to push us in the right. I really am. We're just going to push us in the right direction and just make that, like you said, between the 20s is one game. Red zone is another. And I feel like Tua hopefully is the one. He better be. He's the fifth overall pick. Be he's the a one very. To, I, to I mean, I've always thought he has. A, he's a very accurate passer. And if so, you know um, what, and if you know what, if it doesn't happen this year, we don't make the playoffs. Or we don't win the division. Fine. You know what we you have? already look better than you did last year. We look fantastic, like, night and day from last year. And Tyler, you know what we have? We have two first round picks and two second round picks. We have the yeah. ability to go up and get it. And the way the Texans are looking, that first round pick might be in the top five. Probably in the top ten. Might be, be right the top next five. to my team's pick. Look at look at um, look at us. Who would who would have thought? Not you, I. Remember remember like three years ago when my team was in the AFC Championship and yours sucked. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> how the times change. Oh, how hey, the turn I'm just, tables. I'm just hey, I have to thank the Miami Dolphins for uh, reminding me what the season was supposed to be with the Jags because they beat the Colts and then the Jags barely lost the titans mm-hmm. the five and oh titans that and they in a great game with Gardner Mitchell looked great and then miami blew us out and i think that was the best thing that could have happened for this team's future you're welcome also tyler uh, what's what's the motto for the season for you guys tanking works tanking works you were literally looking at the proof in my team yeah that's you're true, looking I, at it that means that one you have and we'll we will definitely one day have michael phillips back on oh for to sure talk, of course to talk about this at length because yeah. we both have opinions but like Oh, that would require me, uh, my organization to hire a good GM and a good coach, which both <laughs> happening. Yikes. Real quick. We'll wrap it up pretty soon, just because we're on the top of professional teams. Let's do it. Kids, conspiracy theory hood. Third eye. Third eye. Let's this go. isn't even like, third eye's barely even open. He's groggy, slightly awake. You know, like a blurry face when you wake up. Mm-hmm. Dimeron's trying to get fired. He you- said, he's, he said... As long as I'm the head coach here, Todd Wash is safe as the defensive coordinator. A that, man that we've wanted to – the entire fan base has wanted you to get rid of for two years. And you decided to keep. And now you're go- – he wants to get fired. Get that buyout like, money. It's like saying, I know that there's an iceberg that broke up the Titanic. But I still think that she can sail the rest of the way. It's like, nah, dude. It's done. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's done. It's a wrap, like, bro. It's it, a wrap. I, he also sent out a kicker that has never kicked before. Okay, but he he made it though. <laughs> he did, but then he missed the next I, one. But, so. but I I feel like inside, uh, Marone was like, "Oh, he made it, man! Shoot, Damn I was it. this is it was perfect for me. Why even sign him? Just go for freaking go for every fourth down. What do you? What is the, you're already one and five in the season. Gardner Minshew has lose. regressed. Um, and like, do I you love guys Minshew. play the Jets because? 
No, I don't think we play the Jets this season. So, oh, okay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the schedule. We'll real look quick at it because we're having this conversation. We did the game with you. We're gonna do the game with let's me. Do, if if Tyler, the Jets are on it, it's, it's let's just check. If I know what it all is, but I want to see. I want to see. I was say we don't have to play the game with you. We we're not gonna play the game, I don't, I don't. but I want to <laughs> see something. We do not. Okay. Do, well, listen to this schedule. Listen to this okay. schedule. Give it to me. We play the Chargers next. L. The unholy things they're gonna do to us. Then we play the Packers. Ooh, the fattest of L's. Then the Steelers. Oh, L. Then the Browns. A no, close no. L. No, yeah. Winnable, but Winnable, we won't win it. Winnable, but not happening. Then the Vikings. Winnable, but we won't do it. Two bad teams. Uh, Titans. L. We, we had our chance. Yep, you blew it. Um, And a game that will make me happy for fantasy purposes, the Ravens. Because um, I have Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and the Ravens defense, and I'm going to win that game Fantastic no matter game. what. L uh, for the Jets. Then, then we play the Nick Foles led Bears at home. At home? So Nick Foles has to go back? Yeah. So Nick well, Foles is just yeah. going to like throw all over you guys? Yeah, and then we play the Colts in Indianapolis to end the season, which we could win or not. I don't. If we book in the season with our only two wins against the Colts, I will just. I'll. I'll I don't know what else. I, what would I do at that point? I don't know. Um, Philip Rivers was going to have. And the Rams are good this year. Damn it, <laughs> Tyler. I think I I don't, I don't want to I don't want to make you do damage Let's to your end mental the episode, health. Okay? Let's end it here. Um, I'm assuming there's nothing else left to said. We say we just talked about it all. So with and, that, and, and the worst part <laughs> is we won't even be worse than the Jets, so we can't get Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna end it before. I you... would want us to play the Jets, so we can just take. I would be like, lose that game. That's what I was Whatever saying. Whatever you have to do, lose the game. Fumble every single play. That's what like, I was saying. Like, I, I hope throw we play the, the Jets game. Cause... Get the first overall pick because I mean, two gets you Justin Fields, which I would be perfectly happy with. Uh-huh. But just get the number one pick. So there's no way you can screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> You're very true. You're very right, Tyler. Let's end the episode though. You're doing damage to your mental health. Uh, I love you, and I don't want to see you like this. Just remember, what's the motto? Tanking works. Tanking works, Tyler. Tanking works. This has been. There's no Florida game this week, (laughs) and I have to trust Will Muschamp to get me two points. Okay, the Will Muschamp. And I picked Notre Dame. Okay, the Muschamp thing in Notre Dame you did to yourself. I'm not gonna feel bad for you on that. I will feel bad for you about the Jags and the Gators. I love you so much, Tyler. This has been another episode episode. of Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And we are not biased, but please do me a favor, ladies and gentlemen. Pray for Tyler. Tanking works. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that might have been. That might have been.